Now, we're going to chat to a really well-known broadcaster about an issue that affects almost one-fifth of people in Limerick alone. RT broadcaster Ronan Collins is on the line and uh, we're also joined in the studio by Pat O'Leary, who's an audiologist at Ferguson's in Limerick and you're both very welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, Ronan, good morning to you. Um, Morning, Joe. How are you doing? Good. So... When did you first realise that you were having issues with your hearing? Uh, probably like everybody who, who uh, encounters that problem, too late um, uh, in as much as I, I should have known sooner. I remember there was an incident, I, I think I was playing golf in Galway with a, with a very good pal of mine. And uh, we were talking away, yeah, as you do on a golf course, talking about nothing. But he actually said to me, he said, do you know I've been talking to you for the last five minutes and I don't think you've heard a word I said. And I said, I thought we were just having a silent moment on the golf course. But indeed, I hadn't heard anything he said because it turned out he stood on my wrong side. And I went and got myself checked out. And it turned out that um, I'd have had a visitation from the hard of hearing people. And um, there I was. I needed to do something about it. And uh, that's really how I found out, you know. Okay, and Ron, I mean, people will remember, um, you know, you were a drummer for a very long time. So maybe that was a factor. I I don't know what you were like in studio with your headphones. Were you one of these people who liked them uh, on very high? I didn't think so. uh, But I think you're right. I think the combination of my my drumming years... uh, Loud bands, loud music, uh, disco years, working in the discos for uh, 10 years. Um, and then studio environments where I probably was tweaking the volume as time went by. And then the passage of time. But it, it all culminated in the fact that I now had a hearing problem. And uh, the best gift I got was my pal telling me, go and do something about it. Mm. And, what, and uh, what did you do, about it? Um, well, on his recommendation, I went to an audiologist. I went to Audilab in Sutton in County Dublin and uh, met Leona and David there. And uh, they just started from scratch. They just said, well, let's examine your ears. And uh, it turned out my, my right ear uh, was fine. Everything was good. Uh, my left ear had a deterioration um, in in the uh, hearing ability. And... Uh, they just, you know, it's very high tech and very simple. It doesn't involve very much on my part. They just examine your ears and they were able to tell me um, you're able to hear these noises, uh, but you're not able to hear these noises. So it, for me, it was all in the mid range, which is probably uh, what happens to a lot of people. You know, you can hear the top things. You can hear the trebly sounds uh, and you can hear the the lower frequency things, but they're kind of muffled. But then in the middle, which is what you need, actually need to hear, that's where the difficulty was. Right. So um, straight away, uh, we started to experiment with um, in-ear hearing aids, and it made me realize then very, very quickly, and I thought it was quite, quite a, a discovery on my part, that uh, somebody will know you're hard of hearing sooner than they'll know you have a hearing aid. 
Right. Because uh, no, nobody ever sees it. Yeah, and you, you know, know, it's an interesting thing, though, that I think a lot of people still have this almost prejudiced view about hearing aids because of that very point. You can't see them these days. So in a yes. lot of people's heads, they were the ones where you could see them in the past, the, the big ones that were almost over ear. But that that's almost something of the past now, isn't it, uh, Ronan? Well, um, yes, I think it is. Um, I'm sure you can get those if you want them. But, uh, I mean, the thing about it is if, if your eyesight starts to deteriorate, you may have to wear glasses. And yet there was ne- never a stigma about people wearing glasses. At least there never should have been a stigma about wearing glasses. In the same way as uh, a hearing aid doesn't bring a stigma, stigma, it's, you know, anything that helps um, is fantastic. And the hearing aid technology now is absolutely extraordinary. And I've experimented with a few different kinds. And I was recently down in, in Ferguson's in uh, Limerick. And uh, they've got a fantastic setup there where they just have the best high-tech stuff. You can see your hearing uh, abilities <laughs> and inabilities. Amazing. Because they have it on screen. And they just their technology is fantastic. Also, their approach is amazing. You know, it's... A lot of people think, oh, I should go in and get my ears tested um, and looked at. And it's nothing like going to a doctor. You're going into a beautiful room, you sit on a couch or a very comfortable chair, and you just sit there and nothing hurts, you know. Yes, Um, yes. And it's once you overcome that fear of the unknown, in, in other words, go in and find out about it. And uh, it's it's amazing how how much better you'll feel in yourself. Right. You know, we're chatting to RT broadcaster Ronan Collins, as I mentioned, Pat O'Leary from the aforementioned Ferguson's in Limerick. He's an audiologist. Is with me, and I presume Ronan's story is reasonably typical of what you would come across, Pat. Abs- absolutely. Um, one thing I will say is the people um, being afraid of getting hearing aids and stuff. That's not it's less of a problem than it used to be. Yes, people come in to me and initially they're worried about people seeing them and things like that. But they come back three weeks later and they're so happy with the hearing aids. I say to them, well, did anybody see your hearing aids? And they say, tell, see them. I have to tell people about them. They, you know, they didn't want people to know about it initially, but now they're so proud of them. They're boasting about them and they're showing everybody. Right. You know? And what difference can it make to somebody's life when they get one? Well, it re- reconnects them. Um, hearing loss is very isolating. Um, you know, you don't have confidence, you ask people to repeat themselves all the time, even when they do repeat themselves, and even if you do hear them properly, you're still not sure that you did hear them properly. So you withdraw. You, you could be in a conversation with four or five people, but you could be sitting there, nodding your head and smiling and pretending you know what's going on, but you don't really, you know, because you're afraid of upset of uh, interrupting their enjoyment of the conversation as well, so you kind of leave them at it, you know? Right, and, and I mean... Typically, would it be a hearing aid in just one ear or both or what? Well, we weren't born with a spare ear. We were born with two ears for a reason. So, And generally, our hearing deteriorates in both ears equally because our both ears are exposed to the same things throughout our lives. Now, Ronan has one ear and that's not typical. Usually, both ears are, are the same. So if you have a hearing problem, having one e- fixing one ear is only half fixing the problem. Two ears gives us surround sound. We um, know the direction the sound is coming from. We know how far away the sound is occurring. And we understand people better because we're actually hearing people twice. Mm. So, 
And, and in a lot of cases, you know, has it related to the environments in which they have lived their lives or presumably there are also medical issues that can create problems with hearing? Well, everybody's hearing deteriorates. It de- starts deteriorating naturally from in our early 20s with just natural wear and tear. Now, add, on, add into that, you know, if you work in noise or toxic medication, um, uh, th- things like that, um, viruses can impact your hearing. So add all those things up together and then that's your mm-hmm. but I mean, For example, you know, my grandmother well into her 80s could hear me using a bad word from six rooms away. But you're saying that even though her hearing was still that good in her 80s, it would have deteriorated. I wouldn't like to have been dealing with her when she was in her 20s. <laughs> Well, um, our hearing kind of deteriorates, but there's volume and there's clarity, and our clarity deteriorates quicker than our volume. So you can, so on one in one, you people come into me, oh, I hear you fine, but if I'm in a crowd, I, I can't understand you. So it's understanding that thing. So she, she'll hear the language, but the conversation, it's bits of the conversation she's missing, and it's the background noise that's kind of overpowering your voice. That's the problem. Right. Well, stay with us. It's a really interesting topic, of course. Pat O'Leary is an audiologist at Ferguson's in Limerick, and we're chatting to RT broadcaster Ronan Collins as well about his own experience of getting his hearing loss addressed. And I presume the best way to um, watch this um, is to have regular tests that, you know, during your, your lifetime, a bit like you'd check your eyesight, uh, Pat. Well, people don't. Well, it's always good to have, even if you don't think you have a hearing loss, it's good to have a hearing baseline done in case something happens to your loss in the future. So um, so then we're not assuming you had average hearing before you had a hearing loss, you know. Um, we've been fitting hearing aids in Limerick for 50 years and um, we recently uh, updated our clinic and stuff. No, interesting one from a listener. Uh, my partner got hearing aids a few years ago, but doesn't wear them as he says he hears too much background noise and everything's just too loud. What would you say? He needs to have a bit more patience with them. We hear with our brain. If you think about it, the loss is over 30 years. It's very, very gradual. The, the, re- the restoration is immediate. So our brain gets flooded with information that it hasn't heard in a while. Ah. So what happens is our brain is focusing on those sounds because they're new, not because he wants to hear them, but because they're new. Right. So what he has to do is he has to keep on the hearing aids in and give his brain, brain the time his brain needs to adapt to the hearing aids, and they will normalise. And Ronan Collins, did you find that when you started to use them initially? Yeah, at the beginning I did find that, and uh, I kept in touch. It's like, I think it's like, you know, buying a car, um, if if you're not happy with something that's going on in the car, you go back and you get it checked out. And I did the same with my hearing aids. And that's where I found that the service that uh, uh, Audi Lab in Sutton and indeed Ferguson's in Limerick will provide. You just go back to them and say, I'm hearing too much of this, too much of that. They'll explain to you, as Pat has just done there, that, you know, your brain needs time to adjust. And as you get older, sometimes maybe the brain is slowing down a bit as well. But, you know, it it all works itself out in the end. It's the old story, and we're not great at it in this country. Follow the instructions uh, and, you know, give yourself a bit of time for the hearing aids to literally bed in. And I think uh, overall you will find Mm. that um, it it just enhances your life. I mean, at home, it was unbelievable. My kids, um, my adult children, but even my grandkids would say to me, Grandad, I'm talking to you, you know? And, um, once you have the hearing aid in, you, you'll definitely hear them. They right. won't need to remind you. you. Okay. The, the other thing, Pat, is are they expensive hearing aids? 
the, the price can vary. Um, but what I would say to you is that, like, you put hearing aids in your ears, you're getting value out of them every second of the day. Um, you buy a car and it's sitting in the in the driveway for 20 hours a day, you know. Um, so, and the benefit you get for them is, they're life-changing. So they're worth every penny. But yeah. you, you, like anything, you can pay from a thousand euros for a pair up to four thousand euros for a pair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ronan, I was in the room recently when uh, you were quite rightly lauded by IMRO and the independent broadcasters of Ireland at the recent Radio Days uh, conference. That that seemed to mean a lot to you. I know you've, you've switched to RTE Gold and uh, our good friend Will Lee, he often a guest on this show, is in that lineup as well. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that night hugely because I haven't had... Um, any great um, mixing with the people from independent radio because I was too busy working, you know, and and uh, for a lot of people in independent radio, the big enemy is RTE. So it was nice to be there on the night and to meet people who I knew by reputation and um, and uh, and to be given that award from the independent sector uh, for my my years in in RTE it it was great and um, i you know i was very pleased and i had an absolutely lovely night and uh yeah, it was great. I was flattered. I was oh, flattered. Okay, great. Well, listen, Ronan Collins, always good to chat to you. Thank you very much for telling us about your experience. Uh, and uh, don't forget some of the obvious reasons for hearing loss can be wax build-up, middle-ear conditions, exposure to loud noise, hereditary, of course, ageing, which we've mentioned, some medications, would you believe, and certain medical conditions. And obviously you can uh, pop along to Ferguson's uh, in uh, Limerick and uh, Pat O'Leary and the team there, uh, audiologist, and thank you to RT broadcaster Ronan Collins as well this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.